0: I, I will admit to participating in my share of cow tipping, but that's a little more respectable.
1: Yeah, throwing cats is the poor man's game.
0: What kind of me for? I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, madam. But you give me an idea—a very bad habit. listening to air out my shorts with pressing buttons and the word whore. What's that noise?
1: It's the raven tapping on my door.
0: Nevermore!
1: I've got my own raven. Uh, It's called Your Friend Asbestos and it's a short that is causing me nothing but grief. I never want to deal with with file formats in video ever, ever, ever again.
0: Well, then you may have chosen the wrong profession.
1: <laughs> Perhaps this is an editor's job, though. That's really frustrating.
0: I hear you, sister. Welcome back. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts.
1: I'm pressing Buttons. And the word whore. So, how are you?
0: I am okay.
1: That's good.
0: I'm embarrassed to admit I just watched the uh, grand finale of American Idol, season five.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
0: And America's got a new lovable doofus.
1: Oh, is that the uh, the gray-haired guy? Yeah. Well, America's a better place now, I guess. Slightly. At least, I uh, guess, he's not um, the typical teen idol type. Well, not in this uh, decade. He <laughs> bears a striking resemblance to those of the late 50s early 60s, but uh,
0: he he's like Jay Leno and Michael McDonald had a baby.
1: <laughs> Two wrongs make a right.
0: You know how they do the catching people in the audience for reactions? They, they did this quick shot of um fucking David Hasselhoff crying and clapping. And I just cracked up.
1: David it's Hasselhoff?
0: Like, how is this an emotional moment for David Hasselhoff?
1: I don't know. What was he even doing at it?
0: I have no idea. Anyway. As much as I was rooting for the lovable doofus, I uh, I have to say that his, his winning is not what caused me to weep.
1: And what did?
0: Well, you know how they have celebrity surprise appearances on the finale? Well, I mean, I guess you wouldn't.
1: No, not really. I I think I've watched probably three episodes of it, and all of them were probably with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wept for the immortal soul of my one and only Prince.
1: Oh, really?
0: Why? 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 Who convinced him to do that?
1: What did he do? Did he just do- He performed. Oh, he did?
0: I think I might be in therapy tomorrow. Yeah, so I officially wept for the first time during an episode of American Idol. I fell apart like a big baby.
1: <sighs> well, you know, nothing lasts forever.
0: Oh, come on, the man is shellacked. He will
1: last forever. Uh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe his body will his mortal remains
0: his soul though forever lost you know i can understand Dion warwick walking out and performing something but we're talking prince
1: <laughs> man yeah you know, no i i you know, i'm not a huge prince fan but i can understand like if david bowie were yeah. to show up on well, or no, something. no i was ac-
0: he... i was actually gonna say if
1: uh... what If the Spice Girls showed up?
0: (laughs) Well, come on, that would be expected. It wouldn't... That wouldn't shatter your world. Oh,
1: they'd never stoop to that level.
0: You know damn well it wouldn't shatter your world. There's only one person showing up at the finale of American Idol to perform that would shatter your
1: world. (laughs) Peter Gabriel. Yes. 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 That would shatter my world.
0: I'm digging his new um, white hair look quite a bit. Hmm. It's kind of hot. Yep. Hey, um, guess how many members our uh, Air Out My Shorts forum has these days?
1: What has it gone up to? uh,
0: It's a whopping
1: eight. Oh my. Eighteen. Incredible.
0: (laughs) That includes you and I.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, one at a time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's a little sad.
1: Well, that's wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. (laughs) Oh, man. I I I had a total old lady week again this week. I um I played cards with the girls on Monday. Bridge. No,
1: <laughs> you know I don't
0: play bridge. Bridge is far too complicated and mathematical for me, isn't it?
1: Yes, I would say it is.
0: No, we we play Shanghai Rami.
1: I don't know what that is, but I don't really care either.
0: Well, thank you. <laughs> At least it's cards. That's true. I haven't stooped to, you know, like a knitting circle.
1: Or a book club.
0: I wouldn't be against a book club. Although I don't like being forced to read things other people think I should.
1: Yeah, neither do I. (laughs) Speaking of which, we have a story for you.
0: Why don't you pull something out of the (laughs) (laughs) mailbag?
1: Speaking of being forced to read something, we have something called Pointless Parable. By Will Waverly. Will Waverly. And I don't I, I. I think I dislike it right from the first sentence.
0: I think you probably dislike it from the first word.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. But here it goes. Buttons was a young boy who lived in a humble yet happy little village within the kingdom of Nod. Well, in truth, the village wasn't terribly happy. At least not with Buttons and his family. See, it's a true story.
0: Yes, it is. Except I thought the kingdom that you lived in was called Knob.
1: Ah, yes. You see, Buttons' family used to live within the village. But one night, the villagers took their home apart, mud brick by mud brick, and reassembled their home, or nearly so, well outside of town.
0: Ah, see, that's thinking.
1: It is. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait! Strike that. They were not real mud bricks; they were dung bricks. A critical difference, which will become clearer in the moment. Clearer in a moment.
0: <laughs> you lived in a brick shit house, oh. which is kind of cool, actually. <laughs> you see buttons was an apprentice to his father who in turn had been an apprentice to his own father and all his relatives helped in the family business they were dung sculptors
1: an admirable profession
0: absolutely but does that mean that you're related to angry phone guy
1: i don't know possibly
0: well at least you could help him out with his cat shit menagerie Mm. They kept an active little shop with plenty of sheep and goats and monkeys out back to supply dung for the family livelihood. Only it wasn't much of a livelihood. Buttons had never sold a sculpture, nor had Buttons' father, nor had his father before him. Seems the villagers didn't care much for dung sculptures. They didn't care much for Buttons or his family either.
1: This was written by one of my neighbors.
0: It's so sad. I think some of your dung sculptures are lovely, but they don't compare to your portrait of Delta Burke.
1: No, but I make them myself.
0: Both attract large quantities of flies. Mm -hmm.
1: Still, they worked away, and no one would accuse them of not being industrious, just of smelling badly. And that, to be sure explains the sudden relocation of Buttons' home by the villagers all those years ago. One day, while working on some particularly odiferous dung...
0: (laughs) Odiferous?
1: Odiferous? One day, while working on some particularly odiferous dung with his father, Buttons found himself overcome with nausea. No, Buttons thought. It's not nausea this time. Buttons realized that the strange feeling that had overcome him was pride. At that moment, he made a promise to his father. Father, said Buttons, I'm going to make a sculpture for the king. When we become royal dung sculptors to the king, everyone will love us and our business will thrive. Huh. I
0: I have a question. Yes? How did Buttons recognize the feeling of pride... I don't know. Being I, such a foreign sensation.
1: Yeah, I can't say, uh. I can't say I know that feeling.
0: What is this pride?
1: <laughs> Whatever, came the response. Cause you see, Button's father wasn't even listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that night, Button set about gathering the most exotic scat he could find. When the vermilion. Stinkweasel didn't appear ready to leave any droppings. Buttons gently squeezed it, until he had enough of the material he sought. He braved the nest of the flightless guano hawk. He scaled the cliffs and crept over slowly into the lair of the short-haired.
1: Uh-oh. Coprolictic, I think.
0: No, you're putting more letters in Coproletic. there than are in there
1: copperlytic
0: say it again it sounds dirty <laughs> he scaled the cliffs and crept ever so slowly into the lair of the short-haired copperlytic bear and gathered its night soil he even robbed the dung beetles with such deftness that they continued the motions of rolling even though they had been deprived of their
1: loads it's quite a description
0: Yes, it is.
1: That's a lot of synonyms. (laughs) All these he fashioned into a life-size likeness of the king. Long did he labor, and many a meal went forgotten and uneaten, but at last he reached the point of completion. The very next morning, Button's family bid him fond farewell as the dung sculpture was loaded onto a mule cart and Button set out for the king's palace. In truth... Button's father wasn't there, having overslept, due to his drinking. (laughs) But the rest of the family was so enthusiastic in their send-off that Button's hardly noticed.
0: It's pretty damn true to life, but... Wouldn't the rest of your family be hungover and in bed, too?
1: Maybe I'm the father and this is supposed to be Button's junior.
0: That's possible. (laughs) Does alcoholism skip a generation?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe...
0: Button's joy was short-lived, however, as he was set upon by the villagers before he was far from home. Dung, Dung boy! boy! They shouted and <laughs> chased him down, throwing sticks and small animals at the lad as he attempted to evade his tormentors. Meow. Small animals!
1: It's like the old lady from The Simpsons throwing cats.
0: Did I tell you about that... Cat fights in the barns that the couple of boys I knew used to do. <laughs> they t- they take their like shirts they'd dress, off and dress
1: and drag and,
0: and- no, they would take their shirts off and throw barn cats at each other. <laughs> it was <laughs> disgusting because the cats, their claws would go out and they drag down you and they land it on your chest.
1: Did these guys later go on to make jackass or something?
0: It's possible. That's <laughs> I'm serious. You know,
1: that is so funny, and yet so normal at the same time. I it just like all the facetious comments I make about rednecks and and stuff like <laughs> that. It's just like it's all fucking true.
0: It is true, every word of it. We we'll make our own fun.
1: I couldn't think that one. Of.
0: <laughs>
1: I think it's it gonna make its t- way into a script though.
0: It is true. My, my very first boyfriend ever and his best friend used to throw, used to take their shirts off in the barn and throw barn cats at each other. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed to have admitted that.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
0: Yeah. To this day, every time I hear the term cat fight, it means something totally different to me.
1: <laughs>
0: Alas. Buttons was slowed by the rickety cart, and they caught up to him. Their wrath was cruel. They destroyed the sculpture, making Buttons consume a good deal of it, and left the boy wallowing in the filth next to his damaged cart. The villagers even kicked Buttons' mule before heading off to wash up very thoroughly. Oh, man, David Hasselhoff must be weeping like a baby right now. This is a sad tale.
1: Sure, it gets better. You think? <laughs> Absolutely. When Buttons got up and collected himself, all he could find intact of his beloved sculpture was the dung likeness of the king's head.
0: What part of the king's body did they make Buttons eat?
1: <laughs> uh, a hand?
0: Yes, of course
1: unperturbed he reaffirmed his vow to finish his journey and make good on his promise to his father who still had not heard him nor noticed he was gone at the palace gate buttons bribed the guards to allow him to not only be allowed in but to be announced when the trumpets blared and buttons name was announced to the king the lad mustered all the courage his young frame contained and strode forward In his hands was the king's dung sculpture head. The king, always known as a kindly sovereign, smiled and looked first at the boy, then at the dung sculpture, then at the guards. The king sighed and gave a little cough before wrenching his eyes off the dung sculpture, where they had drifted despite his best efforts and once more settled his gaze upon buttons.
0: With a great exhale, the king sat back down on his throne, his smile long gone, as the court waited in rapt expectation of his reaction. At last he boomed. Execute him! As the guards snapped to attention, the king added,
1: And light some scented candles or something in here.
0: And with that, Buttons was led away to be drawn and quartered, as per the good king's orders. The king, his fury still not assuaged.
1: I would say assuaged, I think.
0: Assuaged? I don't
1: know. I know the word, but I've never known how to pronounce it.
0: I know, it's one of those words you read without thinking of how you'd say it out loud. The king, his fury still not assuaged by the single execution ordered a garrison to storm Button's village and raise it to the ground. Every citizen, young and old, was run through with a sword. Well, that's not entirely true. One or two of the children were spared and sent to the mines, the king being generous and compassionate.
1: Button's family was not put to the sword either. As their luck would have it, the king feeling this lacked a certain Je ne sais quoi.
0: Je ne sais quoi.
1: That's that's an interesting way of spelling it. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) But you knew what it was.
1: They were dragged naked through the streets of the village before being immolated on a pyre of dung. Button's father had to be woken up for the event.
0: Event that smelled real good.
1: Mm -hmm. Like the country. The disembodied dung sculpture head sits still to this day inside an arrow box within a shallow grave alongside bits and pieces of Button's hastily buried corpse. The end.
0: That's delightful. It
1: is. That's obviously one of your fans.
0: I don't think so. I actually think it's a really good story that he just happened to insert buttons in place of the character name he used originally. It's quite, it's quite good, don't you think?
1: It's actually fairly well written.
0: It's quite well
1: written. I cannot, uh, I cannot deny that.
0: Have we officially become a literary show?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: That was a, a proper story. So was the last episode's.
1: Well, if we make it a three in a row, then I'll start to worry.
0: I'm worried already. <laughs> so buttons grew up in a brick shit house. You know, I'm not surprised.
1: I think it's actually more of a, a shit brick house,
0: actually. Mm. Yeah, I, I have to say it that way because, you know, it's built like a brick shit house. Which is apparently supposed to be a compliment. <laughs> That lady is built like a brick shit. House. How did that become a compliment?
1: Well, I guess compared to uh to clapboard shit houses, uh brick one might be preferable
0: I guess so. Can we please look up what was that word Sweet. the bears no no the the copulating bears co- oh. short haired copulating bears
1: It's not copulating.
0: All right, hold on. Coprolitic or
1: something, and I believe it means shit.
0: Hold on, sister. I have the internet. That's nice. Coprolitic. Containing, pertaining to, or of the nature of coprolitus. (laughs) Well, that helped a whole fuck of a lot. (laughs) What the hell is coprolitus?
1: Coprolitis?
0: Coprolitis. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Ooh, here we go. Am I going to feel really stupid when I find out what this means? Probably. You need to talk, man, because... Oh, fossilized feces. Aha. Uh-huh. But how can a short-haired bear crap out fossilized feces?
1: <laughs> well, they're obviously some kind of magical bear.
0: Man, I'm confused.
1: The kind of bear that you don't want it throwing its feces at you, I guess, if it's fossilized. Because that would hurt.
0: Okay, so we've got short-haired bears crapping out stone dung. And you're using it to build a sculpture of your king's head. But I think they made you eat the dung phallus. (laughs) Oh, do you? Yes, I do.
1: A shit dick.
0: Shit stick.
1: Mm, mm, Mm-mm-mm.
0: And depending on how generous you were, and how much you were trying to flatter your king, will directly correlate to how much dung you actually consumed in your village beating. Hmm. Given how much of a kiss-ass you might have been, I'd say you probably consumed quite a bit of dung. Probably. I'm gonna refill my drink. And then we're going to do a a lively and hilarious wrap-up. Be quick. Hey, did I tell you a listener of Punky wrote them a comment that was addressed to Polly Buttons and the whore?
1: Yeah, I heard it.
0: (laughs) That's hysterical.
1: That was kind of surprising.
0: It tickled me. It tickled me like a big ostrich feather. Are you ticklish? Uh, yes. Do you like to be tickled?
1: Only my balls.
0: Ew. <laughs> I, I actually think of tickling as, as a twisted form of torture.
1: Yeah, no, tickle, tickling uh, is a good way for me to hit you.
0: Yeah, it hurts, but you're laughing. It's not good. I'm usually not
1: laughing, actually.
0: (laughs) I don't like to be tickled.
1: Yeah, no, neither do I. I get very upset when people try to tickle me.
0: Do you think anyone actually does enjoy it, or are they just masochists?
1: I would say the only people who do enjoy it are masochists.
0: I've often wondered
1: that. Or else people wouldn't try to get away from people uh, who are tickling them.
0: I think it's kind of sick that... That the built in reflex to tickling is to laugh. It's misleading.
1: I'm pretty jumpy as it is. Like, if if someone.
0: I would call you skittish.
1: Skittish. Yeah, that's a good word. Uh, If you're to try to tickle me, I, I, I can shut it off, too. Really? If it's persistent. The mind over matter thing. Hmm. That being said, it's a long time since anyone's actually tried to tickle me, so... How long? (laughs) I don't know. What decade is
0: this?
1: (laughs) Maybe I give off anti-tickle vibes. (laughs) I think I give off a lot of don't-talk-to-me vibes, too.
0: Yes, you do. If you had to decide right now between zero human contact of any kind for the rest of your life... Or tickling
1: That's uh, one of those questions that Pisses you off Doesn't make any sense
0: (laughs) The only human contact you can have for the rest of your life is tickling (laughs) To be tickled No (laughs) hugs, no handshakes, no pats on the head Just tickling
1: Then I, I could probably live without human contact Okay I already live without humankind. (laughs) So it would be just continuing on.
0: But I'm at least, you know, I'm throwing in the tickling as a way out. So I could probably round up people who just totally get off on tickling people who hate to be tickled. And you could make a new fetish party out of it, like the plushies.
1: Oh, I'm I'm sure that it wouldn't be a new uh, fetish.
0: Wait, you think there are groups that get together and have conferences to tickle the uh, untickleable? Probably. <laughs> Plushies.
1: <laughs>
0: For some reason, I think you're probably secretly into it. I could see you putting on one of those costumes and hopping on a fur pile,
1: I'm pretending to be a wolf
0: kind of see you as a possum
1: possum with lots of teats <laughs> <laughs> how flattering ew <laughs> it's a horrible
0: image
1: I'm sure it is
0: you wouldn't even jump on the fur pile you just flop on your side and expose <laughs> your teats and wait for some action <laughs> with the big sign held above your head that says no tickling
1: have I seen you
0: there? At the plushie pile? <laughs> no. I think our listeners might rally up their pennies to buy you a proper costume if it's something you want to try.
1: Yeah, well, I'll let you know if we get a, a handmade costume in the mail or something. <laughs> From your biggest fan, Thumper. Ew. <laughs> Vote for us at Podcast Alley.
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes.
1: Uh, you can visit us at uh, myspace.com slash air at my shorts.
0: Please contribute to the ongoing uh, needs of the show by going to theitspot.com and donating a lunch or a beer or some cigarettes or Frilly stuff.
1: Yes, please. Anything that you can do would be good.
0: Yes. Keep us in shorts and smokes.
1: And, uh, call audio comment line Three hundred five seventy six shows. As in, shows me your dung head. God. know <laughs> well, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> good night.
0: Goodbye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston buttons and the word whore.
1: Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts.